you can try, certainly try for a few days to not binge, hold it back, use some willpower. And yeah, we've definitely all tried this and it's probably worked for a few days, but eventually you just lose control again and you binge and you're so pissed off at yourself. So you restrict, restrict again, like how can I pin this monster down? So what we really want to do is stop focusing on the binging. I know it's hard because it seems like the villain here, but really the villain is the restricting. Welcome to the Free From Binge Eating podcast with me, Breed, your host. Binge eating sucks. Trust me, I know. I was stuck in that spiral of binging, restricting, dieting, yo-yoing weight loss, feeling guilty and ashamed and hating my body for 10 years. Now that I'm out, I'm turning my pain into purpose by helping you stop binging, start loving your body, self, and life again. It's time to live free from binge eating. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, hello. How are you guys today? This one, we're going to take it right back to basics. If you're starting out in your binge eating recovery journey, this is the one for you. Or maybe you're just really overwhelmed by all the stuff out there and you want to take it right back to the beginning. When you're starting out in your binge eating recovery, you really want to be focused. You want to ask the right questions. Where do we start? Oftentimes you think, ah, oh, if I can just stop binging, it's all going to be fine. So you really like, you focus on the binging aspect. You think binging is the monster. And that's totally understandable because it fucking sucks. Like the feeling after a binge, you feel so uncomfortable. You feel guilty. You're just like, why am I doing this to myself? This is ridiculous. Like I'm smarter than this. So that's where you focus all your energy, but that's the problem. So in this whole binge restrict cycle, what you really want to look at is the restricting. If we can sort out the restricting side, the binging won't happen. What do I mean by restricting? Well, there are three types. I want you to, as I walk through, just identify which of them you do. And if you do all three, don't worry. I think most people, to be honest, do all three. I definitely did. And I'll explain why I think that happens later. So let's introduce them. So we've got one, physical restriction, two, mental, and three, emotional. So let's jump into them one by one. One, physical restriction. So this is pretty widespread. It looks like dieting, calorie counting, tracking calories, macro deprivation, so maybe low carb, low fat diets, over exercise, starvation, fasting, intermittent fasting, skipping meals, really strict food plans, all of that kind of stuff. And it can also just look like undernourishing yourself. So that's eating highly processed foods that are nutrient poor. This can trigger binging just because you are really actually malnourishing yourself and your body is craving, like reaching for some sort of energy, some sort of nutrition. And the thing with those highly processed foods as well is they are literally designed in a lab to be insatiable and near impossible not to overeat on. So with physical restriction, we are somehow not giving our bodies enough energy, whether that's through over-exercising or under-eating in some way. And the problem with that is, you know, we're grown-ass women. We need a certain amount of energy to get through our day. So if you're not giving yourself enough food, eventually your body is going to buckle and just go crazy and go for the most sugar-rich, high-fat food it can go for 
to make up for all that starvation. It's almost like your cavewoman body is like seeing it as if you're going through a fast. And the next time you have access or ability to get some sort of food, it will take something that's just going to like store fat and, you know, like save up energy for this next fasting period because it doesn't know when's the next time I'm going to eat. Number two, we've got mental restriction. This is like diet talk. It's food rules. It's I can't eat this. I can't have dessert after dinner. Oh, I really shouldn't be having this burger for lunch. Oh, I ate so badly this week. So I'm going to be really good this weekend. It's just beating yourself up and creating guilt and shame around what you eat and how much you eat. Kind of similar to physical restriction. This is again, just like you're suppressing yourself this time mentally. You're holding back from what you really want and need. And eventually, like, these cravings, these taboo foods, you'll just want them so badly. It's like this whole forbidden fruit idea. It's like what you can't have, you really want. So eventually you're going to binge and go and instead of have just one cookie, you're going to go and have the whole pack. Last but definitely not least, emotional restriction. I'll go into this in a sec, but I really believe this is where it all begins. So what is emotional restriction? It is harboring anger, sadness, pain, stress, feelings of like lack of purpose, all of these uncomfortable feelings, it's harboring them and suppressing them, not letting them be heard, felt, not letting them exist or come to the surface, restricting them essentially, restricting these feelings from existing and running to food instead. Let's take a short break from all this juicy goodness I'd love to share a little bit about my one-to-one coaching program. This program is the bomb. <laughs> it's a 12-week program where I guide and support you to healing. If you're just done with dieting, being obsessed with your weight, feeling guilty binge after binge, and you're just sick and tired of seeing your body in the mirror and just hating what you see, you're scared of your next binge, you hate cancelling on social events because you feel crappy about yourself, you're constantly planning the next detox, the next cleanse or diet to lose weight. You never want to wake up still feeling stuffed and bloated and ashamed after the night before. You hate hiding it from your family and friends, sneaking food packets in and out of your room, waiting till people leave the house to binge. You're so over being jealous of people who just seem to be able to eat normally and don't think about food all the time, planning their next meal and what they're gonna eat. You don't wanna feel out of control anymore. So in one sentence, if you wanna stop binging once and for all, my one-to-one program is made for you. We go through my proven four pillar framework to heal you to get you over binging, back to loving your body again, and so much more than that, to being your most authentic and best self again. Confident, relaxed, self-loving. Now, if you're looking for a quick fix, this is definitely not for you. If you're not ready to dive deep and do the real work, this is not for you. It's not surface level stuff, it's intense at times, but that is where transformation happens. We're not just changing at a behavioral level, we're going to the root of the cause. So we're finding long lasting, real change. Now I know sometimes taking a big leap like this is intimidating or overwhelming. I get that. I hardly shared my binge eating struggles with anyone, but I want you to know I have been through it. I've been there. I know how badly binging affects your life. I am on your team and I want to be your biggest cheerleader. 
So take that leap. Be courageous. Take the necessary and uncomfortable steps to become that version of you you cannot stop dreaming about. And once we get started with the program, you will realize that it's literally just like chatting with a friend who wants to help you and has been where you are. Okay, I'll leave it there. Let's get back into today's episode. As I said, I believe it really starts here because it can start really small. You know, it's just one day you get home from class or work, you're feeling a bit of anxiety, maybe a bit of loneliness, and you just naturally, like, you just go to food and it makes you feel good. So you're like, okay, that felt good. That got rid of this feeling. And then you do it the next day and it continues and it becomes a habit and you, it becomes a habit to not look at those emotions. And the thing with not looking at the emotions is they are there for a reason. They're not there to just make your life a bit more difficult. It's like they're a clue and they need to be listened to and felt to actually go away. Otherwise they just build up and up and it just gets worse. So what happens then is we've got binging going on and now you feel like, oh God, I need to sort this problem out. I need to stop this binging. I need to maybe lose some weight after all the binging. That's when the physical and, and mental restriction kick in. That's where you're trying to regain control and fix the problem and make up for the excess calories. So you start dieting, you start over-exercising, you start creating food rules and control. That's why I say it's pretty normal to have all three because really most of us are going to have the emotional and then probably some of the others, if not both. So that's totally normal. You can try, certainly try for a few days to not binge, hold it back, use some willpower. And yeah, we've definitely all tried this and it's probably worked for a few days, but eventually you just lose control again and you binge and you're so pissed off at yourself. So you restrict, restrict again, like how can I pin this monster down so what we really want to do is stop focusing on the binging I know it's hard because it seems like the villain here but really the villain is the restricting so you want to identify which ones am I doing have that in your mind and then think about how can I solve for the restricting how can I ensure that I am feeling my feelings and processing them and listening to them instead of covering them up with food? How can I make sure I am nourishing myself, giving myself the energy that an adult woman needs? How can I make sure that I am more relaxed around food and I don't need these strict rules in place? But really this all comes down to the emotional side. If you can heal for that, the rest falls into place very seamlessly. So those are the three types of restriction. I hope this has given you some sort of clarity in the beginning of your recovery journey to know where you need to focus, to know where you need to put the energy and the healing. And that is the scoop for today. If this ep inspired you, taught you something new, or has helped give you direction in your recovery journey, it would mean the world to me if you did me a massive favor. It'll only take two minutes, I promise. Review this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. Once you've posted it, take a screenshot and DM that photo to me. I'll enter you into a monthly raffle. Yeah, that's right. I ain't going to leave you hanging. 
So each month I'll randomly select one lucky winner and you'll receive a free one-to-one -one coaching sesh with me. It'll be super fun and valuable. And if you'd really love to give back more to me, it'd help me build this podcast so much more and reach so many more women. If you shared it with someone else who you think will love it, maybe it's a sister, a friend, a bestie, or your mom. I love you all so much. Thanks for listening and have a beautiful day.